Terry has to get plugged in. <laughs> get all the yawns, the burps, the sneezes, the coughs. I didn't know. I got up, but my woman got up about an hour after me. She went and shut the front door. Our front door was wide open. Huh. Things out recording. Do you want to go ahead and record that, or do you want to? I don't care. Okay, well, let's roll, roll our music real quick then first. <laughs> That sounds funny. Okay, that's right, everybody. This is the podcast that sounds funny. And this is the week of January 16, 2024, season four, show 12, episode 167. I am your host, Keith. Uh, yes, yeah, I am your host, Keith. And join with me today are uh, Terry and Joe and Fifi. The, the chopping at the bit, ready to get started, Terry. But now you were saying uh, before we hit the button, something or other. <laughs> we weren't um, listening, so we got to say it again. <laughs> turn my speech off. He was letting Jack Frost in his house this morning because oh, yeah, his well, front well, door well, was well, open. Yeah, we had that happen mm-hmm. over the weekend too, with all the high winds around here. Winds, yeah. Well, you know, Keith North installed our door, and so it doesn't well, stay shut when the wind our, blows. Our front door stays shut just fine. Our dining room door will generally stay shut, but the, it's the porch door. That, it doesn't latch, and so it'll just blow open. And if there's enough wind coming through, sometimes it'll get gusty enough, especially if somebody doesn't close the dining room door well. All of a sudden, it'll pop open. It'll be a cold wind blow up my back. Ah. Your dining room has a door that goes outside? It goes to the side porch. Oh. We're all going to have to come see your house sometime so we know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the dining room's door opens up on a on a side porch. Uh, and on that porch, there's a door that doesn't like to latch too well. Ah. The front door does pretty decent. The back door is where our, our, our laundry room was at. I would say I have a sliding gla- glass door that goes to my swimming pool. I would say it's on my dining room, but it's actually in my living room because it was easier to put it in there than to bust through another brick wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet. That sliding door just doesn't blow open <laughs> in the wind, I bet, either. <laughs> I thought about going out and getting the old ice skates out and ice skater out on the swimming pool. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure Turn it's frozen. Little, little like skating rink out there. You yeah, can wear so. a little, little mini skirt like they wear on the on the ice skittings, like the Olympics and stuff. <laughs> it's two degrees outside right now. You could be like skating backwards and doing all those spins and turns and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yesterday was MLK Day. It was a day off of school. And today, yeah. with all the icy cold weather, we have another day off of school. But I wanted to mention about MLK Day. Uh, I was telling my son, my youngest son called in the morning to chit chat for a little bit. I said, so did MLK come and visit you today? Uh, I hear that if you're a good little boy and girl, he'll send, send Colonel Sanders down your chimney with a 
lunchbox full of fried chicken and watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> but if you see the shadow, wait until next year. <laughs> Is that why my, my wife actually cooked fried chicken yesterday? <laughs> well, I had a chicken enchilada. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we have? I had lasagna last night. And we're all hungry. We had to stop, take a food break. Uh, <laughs> but we had uh, something else uh, for people who might listen. I know uh, he used to listen sometimes, but uh, in the Madison County Blind, one of our uh, members of our organization passed away yesterday at three yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, Roger Bushnell, he had passed away. He was only 63 years uh-huh. old. Well, he had yeah. enough health elements. He he was more like seventy three, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. He had a lot of health issues. Yeah, right. He he uh, passed away yesterday, but uh, anyway, um, he uh, used so to send be money. A, go to MCAB. I used to drive for Pepsi-Cola. and there is a donate button at the top of that page. You can you can send a fifty dollar donation and and mark it however you want. If you feel so inclined. In memory of Roger. <laughs> that website address again, in case you missed it, was mcabil.org. Yeah. He wasn't a member too long, but he was a, he used to drive for Pepsi Cola. He worked, worked on Pepsi's soda fountains. He did that. I think he retired from Pepsi, but then he went blind after that. But he was an Air Force veteran as well. But, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't retired from the Air Force. He just did some time. Anyway, right. um, you know, here, here's another quick thing that's happened to think of. You mentioned Air Force. I, I just heard this morning on Twitter. Apparently, they had like a the Miss America contest, and a Army second lieutenant, not Army Air Force second lieutenant, won Miss America. Hmm. She's actually a real woman, not one of those fake women. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, a model that's always... Yeah. Those are who usually win instead of somebody that actually works and does something. Well, I mean, she wasn't She wasn't a, a man who thought she was a woman. She was an actual... Oh, she was an actual she woman. Was, she was a, a lieutenant <laughs> in the Air Force, which is impressive. Yeah. Although I have to say, whenever I you compare uh, female service members of the various services, the Air Force probably has the best-looking ones. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. The army, the brains, but not so army. much. <laughs> <laughs> all the ugly ones go in the army. <laughs> the army and the brains is where all the the not so good looking ones end up, and the better looking ones end up on the air force. Yeah. Huh. Navy. I was seeing some pretty cute navy girls back in the day. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Does you have anything to add on here? Or? I there's not been much happening at my house this week. Just daily living. Stand warm. Yes. I haven't gone anywhere because it's been too cold. I didn't even go we, to church on Sunday. We actually went out to eat yesterday. We had a late lunch. And we went to this Mexican restaurant where I had my chicken enchiladas. It was cold in there. Like, whoo. I think Robin ate with her with her coat and gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out their furnace had gone out. Wow. <laughs> like, we're surprised you're still open, but uh, yeah. But it, it finally was starting to heat up a tiny bit by the time we left because they had somebody in there fixing it. 
Cold, cold, cold. And hey, it's, it's uh, the election season has officially kicked off. Uh, Iowa had their caucus elections just yesterday, and Trump won. So of course he has people saying, "See there, he won the first election. This is pushing right through to the general election against Joe Biden." Like, no, that's not how it works. You got a process here. Yeah, and I just... heard. Uh, I think it was Joy, somebody Joy Reid. She's like one of these left wing news commentator people. The only reason why Nikki Haley lost is because racism. And that racism, why? Because she's of Indian descent. You know, the Ramaswamy also lost, and he's also of Indian descent. <laughs> well, that was a stupid, stupid commentator. And it's also NFL football playoffs. Yeah, Lions are doing pretty good, I understand, in football. They they won their second playoff title in the last 65 years. And they play that, what? The Buccaneers next? I believe so. I, I heard heard that on my Amazon device this morning. Yeah. They yeah, had, I think Buffalo uh, won their game against, I think, Philadelphia, but I don't know who they're supposed to play. Well, they played the Steelers. The oh. Eagles lost last night to the Buccaneers. Right. Okay. They had two game, they had two games on Saturday. They had two games on Sunday. And they had two games yesterday. And then All there was right. two that didn't have to play anybody yet. And so this coming weekend will be just uh, four games going on, right. I believe. Detroit actually won home field advantage, and they won. And now when they play the Buccaneers next week, they'll be playing in Detroit again. And if they win there, then then they could go on to the Super Bowl. But the the thing is, is the it's still the same. I checked with my Amazon device. There are twelve football teams that haven't won the Super Bowl, but there's only four teams out of those 12. There's only four teams that's never even got to the Super Bowl. And the Lions is one of them until yeah. they beat the Buccaneers. <laughs> and then they will be one of them. It's the, <laughs> the four that's never been to a Super Bowl period is the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, because they're an expansion team, the Jacksonville Jaguars for the same thing. And then the fourth one was... The Browns, wasn't it? The Browns, yeah. Yeah, and so you have two expansion teams uh, who, who recently have formed, like in recent, more recent years. Then you have right. two older teams, like the Lions, who have been around forever, and the other one, Browns. The Browns. The Browns, many, 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 many years ago, used to be in St. Louis, I hear tell, but... Yeah, yeah. Then they went to Cleveland or something like that. Yeah, and... But anyway, that's so... Well, so set. enough and of our everything <laughs> opening remarks. Do you want to get right into our random stuff, or do you have any birthdays for us? Happy birthday! I got seven days worth of birthdays. If you want to hear them all, okay. I know two people who have birthdays today. Today? Yeah. So one of them is uh, James Krupa. He was a drummer, and he had his own big band back in the forties and fifties. The other one is Lloyd Bridges had his birthday today. It's my nephew's birthday today. He's 36, maybe? 
<laughs> 37, somewhere in there. But anyway, the official birthdays are about to begin <laughs> now. Take it away, Terry. What do you want? Back last Wednesday, George Foreman, boxer, 75. Rod Stewart, he's 79. Linda Lovelace, a porn star, would have been 75. On Thursday, Matt, Mar- Matt Mar- Marlin, Matt Marlin something, he helped create, co-create WordPress. He turned like 40. Mary J. Blige, 53. Tony K, keyboard player. 78. Alexander Hamilton, 269 years old, <laughs> on Friday. Rob Zombie, 59. Singer. Jeff Bezos, founded Amazon. He turned 60. Howard Stern, he turned 70. Chrissy Alley, he would have been 73. Haruka Mukami. Japanese short story writer, 75. Joe Frazier, a boxer, that turned 80. General Going, uh, 131. Saturday, Leon Hemsworth, 34, Australian actor. Nick Silver, 46. Orlando Bloom, British actor, 47. Patrick Dempsey, 58. Penelope Ann Miller, 60. Mary Louise Dreyfus, 63. Charles Nelson Riley, he'd have been 93. Sunday, Jason Bateman, 55 years old. LL Cool J, 56. Emily Watson, 57. Carl Weathers, 76. Faye Dunaway, she's going to be 83. Rob Hall, New Zealand, 63. Benedict Arnold, uh-huh. 283. Mark Anthony, Cleopatra's boyfriend, 2,107 <laughs> years old. A Monday was uh, uh, Dave Shapiro, Pitbull, 43, Drew Brees, football player, 45, Martin Luther King Jr., 95, Aristotle Onassis, would be 118. Today is Albert Pujols, birthdays to, today, 44, John Carpenter, He's a composer, 76. Aaliyah would have been 46, but she died. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have the ones like what you said, you know. Yeah, I, I think I said James Krupa. It's actually Gene Krupa and Lloyd Bridges. And and you, you said somebody Shapiro, but uh, I know another Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, birthday is today. Yeah. He's a commentator on the Daily Wire News Happy birthday, everybody. I don't know why it didn't have Lloyd Bridges. I've seen him. Yeah, I was wondering if uh, Faye Dunaway had a birthday because on Twitter I seen somebody 
post uh, like a, like a movie buff person posted a picture of her with uh oh the the guy was on Bonnie and Clyde with her can't remember his name uh Neil uh, oh oh Ryan uh, somebody O'Neill yeah Ryan O'Neill he was there was a, a photo of them together while they were making the movie and somebody posted I thought oh, that's I wonder why they're posting that but I wasn't sure if it was a birthday or if it was a anniversary of the film or something I don't know hmm. or maybe they're but both. now I know I bet you it was on her birthday Ryan O'Neill <laughs> died a month ago just so. recently yeah yeah, yeah. he died Anyway, uh, I might have to get me a longer song to play in the background. Huh? <laughs> no, don't look at me like that. We'll have to see how long it ends up by the time I get done uh, hacking away at it. Yeah. No extra charge. But way with our birthday <laughs> segment there, it's time to I do just, some uh, random stuff. No, sir. I'm not going to forgive him forever and ever. Spin up a... Oh my God! This <laughs> should should we do five a third time in a row? Oh okay, well five it is. She's stubborn. Spin the wheel three times. It comes up five every time. I think five is the answer here. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the year. So I got to find my year folder. I was not ready for that. Um, <laughs> Me either. That's a. Okay, <laughs> okay. Now we have our year set because we're doing a year again. So. <laughs> All these questions take place in this year. The Academy Awards, hosted by Whoopi Goldberg, um, Shakespeare in Love won seven awards, including Best Picture. Steven Spielberg won Second Best Director Award for Saving Private Ryan. Um, so what year did those things get awards for? Uh, uh, nineteen ninety-eight. Nineteen ninety-five. No way. Yeah, ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. See there. See there. The 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 wheel of uh, the fickle finger of fate wanted to do a year one more time, so Jill could win on the first guess. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I know that in the late mid '90s they came out with a lot of long movies. You know, like two, three-hour movies. I was thinking Titanic, as in like '98 when I finally watched it, but it had been out for a few years. It was held over when I went up to Michigan and watched it up there in Manton with you guys. But mm -hmm. anyway, 
<laughs> I remember when it came out, but I couldn't tell you what year it was going to be. Let's see. <laughs> well, you know, after that long birthday list, we deserve to have a short one here. <laughs> yeah. oh, there you go. Not again. It's late. Look, we're home. It's late. You want the people in the hotel to wake up screaming? Now, look, sailor. Just open the door. This is not at all. I'm sure my father won't have any objections. Now, it will be time to transition into some news. Uh, and the Australian woman wins the contest of having the... Uh, let me get some right here. Ugliest lawn competition. Ugliest? Yeah. Ugliest lawn? Yeah. Her, uh, Catherine, what's her name? Kathleen Murray's yard in Sanford, uh, Australia. Not Sanford and Sun, but Sanford. Decorated uh, by Sanford and Sun, I bet. <laughs> it, uh, her yard was named the ugliest yard organized by a Swedish town. Uh, you know why? Because the Swedes don't have to live in Australia to look at it every day. <laughs> <laughs> they see it from the satellite. And it says her bandicoot ravaged yard. And then I think it Bandicoot. I like to play Crash Bandicoot video on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a Bandicoot, which this is also in Tasmania. <laughs> Where they have those high Tasmanian devils spinning around in circles after they do drugs. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Reference and last episode. <laughs> they started the, the contest two years ago. Uh to encourage locals to conserve water in the town. Um, they had this contest in the United States, Canada, and Britain. I, I, I bet they didn't have it whenever my kids were young, because all I wanted to do is put out when you to play for an hour and have, have one in the yard. <laughs> Germany, France, and Croatia. Yeah. Her yard featured patches of yellow grass, shriveled plants, <laughs> and damage caused by the local bandicoots. Wow. Her backyard looks like a life-size hungry, hungry hippo game. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Wow. And, and wow. He was awarded all that fellas. He got a t-shirt. <laughs> That's all she got was a T-shirt for all that trouble. The T-shirt that said, winner of the world's ugliest lawn. <laughs> uh, I'll wear that with my I'm with stupid T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A woman one day was in her son's room and found a snake in his underwear drawer. 
<laughs> I know kids like to hide strange things in their dresser drawers, but the son's only three years old and he's not the one that put it in there. It seems that the mother one day was hanging out laundry and when she was bringing in the dry laundry, somehow she brought in this five foot long snake. It was an Eastern brown snake. <clears throat> and it says that it's the, uh, it's ranked in the top two most poisonous snakes of the world. And uh, I don't know how you can bring your laundry in and not notice that there's a five foot snake in your basket. <laughs> it's kind of unusual. Um, but they called in the snake remover people and his name was Mark Pelly with a P instead of a K. And he opened that drawer and sure enough, there was that snake and he did corral it and get it taken care of and took it out, released it into the wild again. Uh. <laughs> Thought that was a weird thing to have a snake. And, and here she does the laundry, puts it away and everything. And here the mother don't notice this five foot long snake. To weigh a good probably twenty to fifty pounds, wouldn't you think? A five foot long snake? I don't know I how big imagine. round it would be. Yeah. Something Maybe she like was that. trying to get rid of her son. She had life insurance on him. <laughs> One day the son is gone, but the snake is there with a large bulge in his belly. <laughs> right. Somebody yeah. your mom. <laughs> let me out, let me out. <laughs> About a man in Hawaii who was hiking and fell 1,000 feet from the Miracle of God Trail in Hawaii. I guess the trail was named it correctly. <laughs> he um, survived? <laughs> he survived, yeah. The hiker survives. Um, let's see. I have to find my spot here again. First responders found him alive after he fell a thousand feet from a trail in Hawaii. Um, travel blogger Ian Snyder said it's a miracle he's alive after the fall. Uh, he was the the 34 California native uh, fell after he reached the peak uh, in Honolulu, Hawaii. He was stranded for three days before he was finally rescued. Uh, I never expected a day of hiking like this to go the way that it did, he said at a news conference. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thanked his rescuers. It's a miracle. First and foremost of God, the father of three said, I'm glad to be here. Incredibly glad to be here. End it one piece. <laughs> Great right. for all of you for the job you do each and every day. So, Yeah. So that's not a lot to the story. Just weird. A guy took a thousand foot fall and managed to live and tell about it. That's a long <laughs> way to fall. People fall out of just upstairs. And don't of survive. course, he was stranded for three days. So <clears throat> I'm not real certain if he was just in a ravine or if he was snagged on a branch or something. And <laughs> huh. uh, stories. Trying to see, he was hiking alone. Is reported missing. Um, let's see, they found him three days later. 
dehydrated, covered with bruises, several broken bones. He kept alive by drinking from a stream next to where he fell. So he must have fallen into a ravine that was hard to find or get to him. Yeah. But that's that one. Wow. I got a... And it is uh, a massive, a massive gummy bear mosaic breaks a world record in Wisconsin. Um, Har- Harbo, the people, you know, gummy bear people, they created a fifty-three square foot. Mosaic using gummy bears <laughs> to uh, to make the company's mascot, and so I guess maybe they licked the gummy bears and stuck them on the wall. And <laughs> then it was like a throwback to like Willy Wonka. Ooh, the wall. <laughs> yeah. This one tastes like yeah, this one tastes <laughs> like snodberries. Cherry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They used approximately 150,000 gummy bears. Wow. And in the gymnasium at the University of Wisconsin. <clears throat> and it took four hours. It took 300 employees uh, and friends and family members, Boys and Girls Club. The finished mosaic was examined by the Guinness Book World Record, uh, world's largest jelly candy mosaic. <laughs> we got a reputation around these parts. We only leave a temple sin tip. Sometimes we don't return our shopping cart. Stay out of our way and don't you give us no lip. My next story is about a guy in Ohio that's trying to break a world record by playing pinball for uh, 63 hours. David hmm. Rush. <laughs> um, no, his was name he a deaf, dumb, and blind kid. <laughs> no, Jim Follian, though, it says is his name. And as of this uh, news report, he was into it for 14 hours playing nonstop pinball. A pinball wizard. Um, He plays as a fundraiser. Avengers Affinity Request or Quest or something like that is the game that he plays. And Mm. at a place called Pinball Garage in Hamilton, Ohio. He started playing, let's see, Thursday at 9 p.m., and he's going to continue playing until noon on Sunday, which was two days ago. So I don't know. Um, maybe next week we'll get another update and let us know if he actually accomplished it. But he was playing to try to raise money to buy one of these same kind of pinball machines to put in uh, Joe Nuts Hall that they had just built or something. And they're going to put this game in there. 
Um, it's a, a center for youth. They said that this game somehow teaches patience, and I'm like, huh, okay, <laughs> sportsmanship. Uh, oh. hmm. I don't know. It's supposed to teach a lot of different things, but to me, pinball, I don't know what it teaches. It's just a fun thing to play. It teaches him sportsmanship because this is my game and you can't play it. No. <laughs> not I for the next 63 hours, you're not going to play it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how pinball will teach you good sportsmanship. I mean, I mean baseball or wrestling or any other team sport, uh, but you know, pinball and video games. I don't see how it would do that very well. Right. <laughs> He's trying to break the record of sixty-two hours of somebody playing pinball for sixty-two hours. So I guess that's why he set his at sixty-three hours. But the sixty-two hours was set back in September, so. Hmm. It was a fairly recent uh, pinball. Maybe he'll make his goal and push past it or something. Yeah. He's like, I would go further, but I really got to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) It's been three days. My bladder's full. (laughs) I'm sure he gets bathroom when food breaks. A Florida man tries to gain access to an Air Force base, but is arrested by the Department of Justice because they don't believe his story that he is Captain America and he has important information for the mission. (laughs) Uh, Turns out he's not Captain America. Um, It turns out they take him to the loony bin, as I recall. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm still trying to find this article, but that, that I mean, that's really it. That just the article, this guy showed up on the base, apparently not in costume. That maybe made a bigger impression if it was in costume. <laughs> <laughs> claiming to be Captain America, demanding access to the base. And well, my computer is just not going to let me into this at all. Huh. I don't know what my computer is doing to me, but that's, that's the article. They, they had to turn him away, and they. Uh, I, I, I think he might have been a retired, uh, or, or at least a former uh, Air Force. I don't know if he's enlisted or officer or what, but he uh, is currently not in. And I think they took him to uh, a mental place, mental institution, where he probably belongs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Didn't he have his shield and his? You would think, as I said, you would have had his costume on and his shield. Of, you would have think he might have been believable, but apparently he did not have those things. You know, there was this airline this past week who was flying from Portland to somewhere. Alaska, I think, and it took off, and the door blew off the side. Uh huh. Yeah. There, sixteen thousand feet. Apparently, somebody on the ground uh, rescued a survivor from that. Huh? You didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. There was a survivor that was ejected from that airplane. He runs over, and he picks up the iPhone that fell from the plane. <laughs> <laughs> 
It still worked. It had half of a battery life when it was open to the chick the ticket claim check app. Huh. All ready to go. Like the honorable mention, just a really quick blurb about that. So, somebody actually recovered an iPhone that fell 16,000 feet and still worked. Because that, that plane didn't crash. I mean, the people on the plane, they all landed, right? Yeah, there, there, right, was, no hum- there, was, there was no humans were ejected. Just somebody just the lost phone. their cell phone. One, huh. one, one child uh, on the plane, his, his T-shirt got sucked off of his body. I heard what? <laughs> I heard yeah. That yeah, I like a little heard two or that. three year old kid had his shirt ripped off his body. Yeah, he went sucked it right out of the place. They, wow. they bought him a they bought him a new t shirt. They said, <laughs> but that's all I got on the story. I just had the extra bonus one. I figured I would do it while that airplane thing is still fresh in people's minds. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, not at all. Just proud to help you out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Now, here is what you must do. Yeah. Anyway, with all that, then, it's time to switch weird our words. weird... Now, that's downright silly. How could she do that? News to our weird words. <laughs> I wonder who's going to do that. Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I just got a weird word today that I got to use since it's been so darn cold outside. It came in my email. The word is Hoa Frost. H-O-A-F-R-O-S-T. Hoa Frost. Hoa Frost? Yeah. That's what whores get when they sleep outside at nighttime in the spring. (laughs) You're a prostitute and you sleep outdoors, you got to get some Hoa Frost on your butt. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's horror frost. It's just, it's just frost, isn't it? Like when it, it freezes up in the morning. Yeah. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. I would suppose it said that it was the frost. A hologram. That's left on your handrails or anything outside. It's more or less just the frost on the ground. It's I don't just, know why you know, they It's just a it. longer word for just saying it's frosted outside. Yeah. Look, look at the horror frost on the ground. Yeah, I don't know why they added the extra letters there, but I thought that was funny. I was like, yeah, that's got to be today because it's so cold. It might not be cold next week. You never know. <laughs> Let's see. Our next word is. Impassate. I M S P I S S A T E. Impassate. Impassate. How many impos can you say? I ate twelve impos. These are the twelve impos I ate. Oh, it's, it's Oompa Loompas. How many Oompa Loompas can you eat? Yeah. <laughs> Oompa Loompa. That's when you're sitting on a on a limp surface. I don't know. Like well, imp- I say, don't you know? You say, you don't know. I say, take me out. This word means to thicken. 
doesn't uh, say to thicken what i guess thicken like, like as a gravy gravy or thicken pudding or <laughs> yeah so the impasate would be like the extra flour you throw on to make it get thick i guess oh. i say you don't show don't move time is slow i say take me out uh-huh. Our next word, dithyramb. It is spelled D-I-T-H-Y-R-A-M-B. Dithyramb. Dithyramb. T-H. Dithyr. Dithyramb. It's like Bobberan. Only it's Ditheram. It's Bob Rand's <laughs> twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Rand. Did 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 Ditheram. It's on a golf course, like a divot. <laughs> oh. Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Gimme, gimme. Living in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, rolling like a celebrity. Gimme. <clears throat> there may have been one of these last night. It says it's an impassionate or inflated speech. Last an night of that what? new an impassionate or inflated speech. Beach? Speech. Speech. Oh, speech. Oh, oh yeah, because they had the elections. People were Yeah, the speech. election thing was last night. So there so may they, have been one of those. The politician gave the dither to the voters as they waited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never heard of that. Hot air, I believe. Dither am. No. <laughs> Hot air, there you go. Living in Beverly Hills. Abrogate is another word. It's A B R O G A T E. Abrogate. Uh, abrogate. <laughs> Somebody it, has forgot a, the F on the front. It, it's one of those little child safety gates that keeps your brother out. It's a bro yeah. gate. It, it's a bro gate keeps your brother out. Yeah. Can't get me here, little bro. <laughs> <laughs> Abrogate. Uh, Any guesses, Terry? Abracadabra. It's <laughs> a magic word, huh? And birds go flying at the speed of sound to show you how it all began. Birds came flying from the underground. If you could see it, then you'd understand. Well, I suppose we could call it a magic word because it word means to do away with a law, a right, or a formal agreement. So maybe to break a contract would be to abrogate. Yeah, it sounds like it might work. You know Gonzo? Gonzo, he's a Muppet. G O N Z O. He's a Muppet. G O N Z O. Yeah. Just like Kermit the Frog's friend, Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be short for Gonzalez. I don't know people whose name is Gonzalez and their nickname <laughs> is Gonzo. Really? Yeah. Uh, I would think it'd be like, you know, going crazy or something or bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> We'll all float on, okay, and we'll all float on, all right, already, we'll all float on, now don't you worry, we'll all float on, 
Um, well, it means to write in a fictional style. I think it's an Italian word it said. But, write in a so, what style? A fictional, a made-up Fiction. kind of fictional story. A fictional uh. story is a gonzo. Okay, okay. I think your dictionary is making this up, Jill, but whatever. <laughs> you talk to the email <laughs> people that send these words to me. Feel good. Feel good. Feel good. Oh, unbosom. Have you know what unbosom means? <laughs> you lost your bra. U N B O S. O-M. You got, you got you really your big... bra, and now you are unbosomed. <laughs> you are swinging free. You have big bosoms <laughs> that keeps the rain off it, so it's like an umbrella. Unbosom. <laughs> for all the short you people. have a small child that you're holding close under the shelter of the unbosom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's somebody with fake breasts, and they pull them off, and now they've been unbosomed. <laughs> Don't you wish your girlfriend Here actually means to reveal a secret. <laughs> well, if you took off your breast, that would be a secret. Guess who I really am? <laughs> <laughs> it's like taking off your Superman mask. Not uh, Superman, but Batman. Captain America mask or something. <laughs> you might get arrested at the Air Force Base. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Don't you wish your girlfriend was raw like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was fun like me? Another word is endogenous, and you spell it E-N-D-O-G-E-N-O-U-S, endogenous. Endogenous. Endogenous zone. Indigenous means like a native people. Endogenous is their pets. They have their dogs. They're endogenous. (laughs) It's native dogs, yeah. I suppose this word could go along with indigenous in a way. Somebody told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. It's not confidential, but like a potential. Rushing, rushing around. But it it means confined group. within a group or society. To so in a way, it sounds like a group. Yeah, it so sounds you, you, like indigenous in a way, but you're sticking with your own crowd. In other words, these yeah. are my people. Look what we all we all have on the red shirts, you have on the blue shirts. <laughs> you stay there, we stay here. Yeah. Hey. 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 Another word is trips Korean. And you spell it T E R P S I C H O R E A N. Trips of well, Korean. <laughs> whenever I was in, in Okinawa, I took a trip to Japan, but not a trip to Korea. <laughs> you can trip them and they'll fall. When you, trip when, when you go Korean. to a Korean restaurant and you, and you twipped or tripped away, <laughs> you trip on the Korean. <laughs> That reminds me of another thing that I've just recently learned too about one of our blind members. 
she tripped on a walker and broke a couple ribs. Who? Oh. Recently? Yeah. The walker is supposed to help you keep from tripping. Yeah. The one the <laughs> one who put that in, in our bylaws about safety and stuff, you know? Oh. I'll take you to the candy shop. I'll let you lick a lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Keep going until you hit the spot. This word actually means it has to do with dancing. Oh, relating to dancing. You step the on your dance green? partner's toes and they trip. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe you me. look like you're tripping while you're dancing. Terpa Korean. Uh-huh. <laughs> when the pimp's in the crib, mom. drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. <laughs> Isocritus. That's another word I got. Isocritus. <laughs> you suck at this. You sure do. You really I-S-O-C-H-R-O-N-O-U-S. suck at this. O C H R O N O U S. Isocritus. Yes, you do. Well, you suck at this. <laughs> Socrates, the ancient Greek philosopher. Um, let's see. Oh, I suck at this. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I suck at this. Mr. DJ song ponder replay. Oh, Mr. DJ wants to turn the music up. All the gal on the dance floor wanting some more work. Oh, Mr. DJ wants to turn the music up. Hey, Mr. Please, Mr. DJ, tell me if you hear me. Turn the music up. <laughs> this word actually means occurring at the same time. Oh, oh. Won't they say uh, synchronize or something like that? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) They have to have more than one word for everything. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a thesaurus. (laughs) I guess. She take my money money. when I'm in need. need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger way over town. town. It digs on me. Polemic is another word. Polemic? P H E L. Wait a minute, I'm going too quick. P as in Paul? T as in Thomas? Oh, okay. T. Tolemic. T H E L E M I C. Tolemic. Tolemic. You said T H? Yeah. Tolemic or Tolemic? Tolemic. Tolemic. I'm not sure how it would go. Say, it's if it's not with a P, P and it was polemic, it means to argue or to fight, but telemic. Well, it's, That's it's when you like fight on the telephone. When your telephone gets sick, you call the telephone medic, the telemic. Oh. <laughs> huh. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> My phone is sick. It doesn't ring right. <laughs> now, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. She ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. <laughs> well, this word here means to let people do what they want. Do what you want huh. to do. Yep, you Just do don't involve me in it. Keep keep your little antics to yourself. Do what you want to do. <laughs> get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. 
get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead. But I ain't saying she's a go, go, digger, go, go, digger, go, go, digger. Hey! Another word is seronograph. C-E-R-A-U-N-O-G-R-A-P-H. Graph is writing, so you're writing with coronos. Whatever a coronograph is, you're writing with a corano. <laughs> huh. Well, if it was a phonograph, you'd be writing with phones. If it was a telegraph, <laughs> you'd be writing with tellers. It's a corano graph. You're writing with Coranos. It's, it it's from the box of 64 Carayolas. <laughs> well, Coranos like, is like a chronograph. Is that like a, like a timepiece or a watch or something? No. <laughs> or did I miss a syllable there somewhere? <laughs> the, this oh, no, one no, actually... it's C-R, you said. Yeah. It's an instrument that detects and records lightning. Oh, lightning. Okay. The yeah, lightning meter. Yeah, that's what it should have been called. <laughs> Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give up. If I cut my arm bleeding. This is my last resort. That's all my meter. words for the week. So we Thankfully. started with a cold word and ended with the stormy word. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, how about that? So let's see how many words you guys can use this week out of all those. Lists. Out of all those, none. I'll tell you right now, none. <laughs> <laughs> but since we can't use any, maybe we could use some of Terry's top ten. Now there was a fellow who acted like he had a lot on the ball. Now what's the news? Into our anchor topic. <laughs> uh, today our topic is orientation and mobility oh no <laughs> moving around so you can trip over your walker <laughs> uh oh wow throwback to the previous segment <laughs> right um walking around um uh, i need to get out and walk around more um uh, but my knees bug me and my hip has been bugging me lately um, yeah. It's difficult to get out in the cold. Actually, it's not difficult to get out in the cold. It's difficult to get motivated to go out in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't wanted to go out. Like I said, it's been too cold. I didn't even go to church on Sunday. They had it, and they uh, they video it. And George said you could see in the auditorium there's only like 10 people. I was like, yeah, oh, I feel bad. I should have went. <laughs> church at our church last Sunday either. It was very sparse. Yeah. But there was a lot of people watching on on the TV on Facebook. You can watch yeah. it, and I think there's like ten people watching too. And I was like, "Well, there should have been more than that watching." But you would think. But yeah, getting getting out, and I mean, the orientation. I mean, the mobility part is the actual, you know, walking around with a cane or dog or a sighted guide. The orientation is knowing where you're at at any given time, like a, a mental map of 
are you facing north and how do you know which way north is or uh, i'm going to walk from here uh to the grocery store uh what route will i take to get there well you had to kind of i have a mental map the no. the lady annette from the bros is supposed to come to my house today at two um to bump dot my microwave or give me some more org cam training but she said but Tabitha also said that you got lost in your front yard, so we'll probably do some mobility. I go, yeah. and not if it's well, this cold, I ain't going outside. It's <laughs> like I, mobility just in the yard. Even that's important. I mean, we've we lived in this house for a year and a half, coming up on two years. I've, I've never really been out in the yard much. I don't even know exactly how big our yard is. I know that there's not a lot of trees around. I know we don't have and, a garage. I've never been out uh, even in the yard much here. I, you could go from, like, I went from the driveway, and, you know, we have the sidewalk that goes right down to the mailbox. But with all the, you know, I was walking through the yard. I never felt the sidewalk. You know, I'm walking through, you know, not using my cane. I'm walking through, of course, the sidewalk. And so I, I go, I don't know where I'm at now. You know, I didn't hit the sidewalk yet. So then I got my phone. I called in the house. Hey, where am I at in the front yard? It's like if I would have just reached out in front of me, I could have touched the chain link fence and said, "Oh, there's a side yard." <laughs> you know, and, yeah, you got to have your landmarks out there. That chain link fence was a good landmark, and, right. and a landmark like, could be something physical like that, or something audible. Like if you were in a busier town, you could listen for cars going up and down the street, or you know, I could trail the house. neighborhood sounds. But I you don't need your cane out. outside, though, Terry. You could have fell in your window wells. I know, that's what I was going to say. I could have followed the fence up to the house, but then I might have fell in the window wells. You'd be like that deer that got stuck in the window well. Help me out. <laughs> Get Help me, me out of here. Open the window. We've had, we've had funny news stories about that before. I know. They're, they're five foot deep, man. They're five foot deep, man. Yeah, it's like, that's a long way to fall if you would have fell in one. Especially head first. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> no telling what's down there some frogs or snakes or something it might be full of yeah. leaves even by now you have to have Lassie come and get you Mark, Mark, Terry fell in the well Mark, Mark, Terry fell in the well <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go outside without my wife, a cane even she had to go, my house she, she had to bundle up last night to take the trash out to the street I wish you could take the trash out to the street I said well you know I can I just have to put it on the opposite side of the driveway because on one side is where we took it out when we were kids. I could trail the left side of the driveway down to the ditch. And I'd say, okay, here's the ditch. I'll put it right here in the street. You know, but yet if I go to the turn to the right and go across the driveway, I never know when I'm across the driveway because it's all, you know, my driveway down there. It's got a culvert that goes under like three driveways. You know, it's that right. long because it goes under the space in between the two driveways as well. Right. There's. And that's all solid. And that's where everybody puts them. The three houses across the street, they bring their trash cans over and, and, and huddle them up with mine. So the trash man just has to make one stop. And go, droop, 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 so, you, so you wait until up. they bring the trash over and you go out and find their trash. <laughs> that's right here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a similar problem here. Not so much lately, but we have, you know, of course, teenagers in the house. And it's like, hey, guys, take the trash out. And then they don't. It's like, you know, I could take it out but if i grab the trash bag out of the kitchen and go out to the trash can it should be right next to the steps right next to the side porch and then it's not there 
I don't know where, where it is. Is it still by the road? Did they move it like three feet further to the side? Now I can't find it. It, it has to be put back exactly where it started and I can find right. it. And if it yeah, gets taken out to the road, too. I don't know where it's at if it's out by the road. And so it's like, you know, I not that I'm trying to be lazy, but it's got to be consistent for me to do it. Yeah. My wife thinks that when the trash can's full, she has to tip it. You know, it's like a dolly. She thinks that she got to tip it and push it right. instead of pulling it behind you. And I used to put my trash can right outside the back door where you could just open up the back door, throw the trash in. Well, she doesn't like that because then when the can gets too heavy, she has to manipulate it across the patio to the to the chain link gate, open the gate, take it through, shut the gate, and go. So she always puts it on the outside of the gate. It's like then you got to walk over to it, you know, reach over the gate over the fence and drop the trash in the can. There you go, you know. Right. And However, that's fine as long as you're that you have a, a that's the way you know you're going to do it. Yeah. But where it sits at there, if it's raining, you're going to get wet. If you put it by the door. You go out there and you're not going to get wet. <laughs> you know, so. Right. Yeah. And, and so the trade off there is, you know, the ease of taking the trash out to it or the ease it would be to haul it from point A down to the end of the driveway. I took it out. I took the trash bag out to the trash can, you know, uh, the other day. It was one degree outside and I had on a pair of shorts and I had a shirt on. And I come back in and say, oh, it's a little chilly out there. That, <laughs> I guess. That will be chilly, and it would be doable if you're just going to be out there for, okay, here, trash can. But then <laughs> you have one of those moments where okay, uh, I'm lost. trash in the can. I'm lost. I made the wrong yeah. turn. I turned 10 degrees. <laughs> I should have turned uh, 20 degrees or whatever. I should turn I'm 90 degrees. I'm back so I'm freezing. <laughs> Turn 90 degrees so you can get in a warm spot. She'd find me out there in the springtime, like on The Shining and There's stuff. There's a little Terry statue in the backyard. What <laughs> <laughs> hmm. trash you? He's been gone for a while. I wonder why it's been so quiet in the house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So there's some anchor topic stuff about. Uh, mobility and what it's like to get around as a blind person and some other pitfalls and trials and whatnot. Yeah. But anyway, you know, knowing your environment's big, consistency is big. Uh, little things. Landmarks. If you can you know. find landmarks to keep you right. keep you orientated. Oh. Now, where have I heard that name? And another thing happened. There was a man sitting next to us with a six-month-old baby. All afternoon, the kid was crying. He was so hungry. Well, didn't the father bring a bottle? Yeah, but the kid wanted milk. <laughs> now, boys, run to the kitchen and play with the meat cleaver until lunch is ready. That. Do we have any email? Email. Now I gotta find that really quick. Um, this one says, "Hello there, podcast host." I'm a retired postman, and I thought you might like this story that I call Nighttime Visitor. Wow. At first, <laughs> I noticed that some food that I was putting out for the birds was ending up in some old shoes that I was storing in the shed. 
So I set up a camera to see what was going on. Uh, I set up this black and white camera and quickly discovered a mouse. It was carrying small items like screwdrivers um, and bits of cable and other small items, and he was storing them in boxes that was taller than he was. Um, I couldn't believe it when I saw that the mouse was tidying up in the garage. He moved all sorts of things into the box, bits of plastic, nuts and bolts. I don't bother to tidy up anymore because I know he'll see to it. <laughs> it really was amazing to see the footage of the things that tidies away. It's really unusual. I bet he would tidy my wife up if I left her laying around. <laughs> okay. Um, it's happened practically every night now for two months. From Rodney from South Wales, England. Huh. So the guy has a mouse in his garage that likes to keep things clean. I Put things back when I belong little, in little the elves box. or something out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. It is. Now get moving. Now, if this is a joke, it's gone far enough. With our email out of the way. Now listen to me, please. That means it's time for some final thoughts. Here's our final thoughts. I wonder if the people at the Lipton Tea Factory take coffee breaks. <laughs> the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament is live stream. <laughs> I've invented a new game called Silent Tennis. It's like regular tennis, but without the racket. <laughs> yeah, hardly ever hear this one. An Irishman walks out of a bar. <laughs> Instead of into one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should be he staggers out, but sure. <laughs> Every time I take my dog to the park, the ducks try to bite him. That's what I get for buying a purebred dog. <laughs> purebred, those little duckies. Yeah. Little doughboy. I asked my wife what she wanted for our anniversary, and she told me a divorce. I told her I wasn't planning on spending that much. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the Spice Girls was Pumpkin? The, the orange round one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deviled. <laughs> well, what do you call a herd of sheep falling down a hill? A lamb flight. <laughs> Lammies. <laughs> what is split in two? It has a hole in the middle. A butt. I was going to say a bagel, <laughs> but I guess a butt works. <laughs> How do you row a canoe filled with puppies? You bring out the doggy paddle. The doggy, oh, doggy paddle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
I hate it when people accuse me of lollygagging when clearly I'm dilly-dallying. <laughs> Crickets. Okay, we got it. <laughs> my neighbor came up to me while I was watch- washing my little car. I said, no, I'm just watering it to see if it'll grow. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> <laughs> I got hit in the head with a soda can. Thankfully, it was a soft drink. (laughs) Maybe it was a light one, too. (laughs) Uh, I tried cooking with wine for the first time last night. After the fifth glass, I forgot why it's even in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) All the things I really like to do are either immoral, illegal, Fattening. <laughs> yep, mine's the last one. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about the man that fell into the upholstery machine? He's fully recovered. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. Herculine or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Why are pirates so angry after they use the restroom? Because after the pee is gone, they're just irate. <laughs> How about you? I'm the kind of guy that likes to stop the microwave in one second. It reminds me of defusing bombs. <laughs> you cut the red wire or the blue wire now? Well, dogs can't operate MRI machines, but cats can. (laughs) (laughs) I went to the library to check out a book on oils and lubricants. I found it in the non-friction section. (laughs) (laughs) Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew over the bay, they would be bagels. Yep. <laughs> Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth, and then it turns <laughs> into a soap opera. <laughs> hey, the kid next door told me that the school wants to make a the Herman Melville book about the big whale more inclusive. They suggested a more gender non-specific title, Baby Dick. <laughs> the Moby Dick. Bad, <laughs> bad, What did the time traveler do after he ate dinner? He went back for seconds. <laughs> What do you call a duck that makes good grades? A wise quacker. Wise quacker. Not everybody thinks of Cleopatra as beautiful, but that's just how Julius sees her. <laughs> Julius either. <laughs> you know what you don't see every day? A Tyrannosaurus clapping. 
they can't reach their hands. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self, don't get the Tyrannosaur a clapper. <laughs> I can't turn my lights off. Oh. <laughs> what kind of keys are sweet? Answer is cookies. All right. I want to confirm that it can be hard at first to learn Braille. But after a while, you start to get a feel for it. <laughs> Politicians and baby diapers should be changed more frequently. They're both full of the brown stuff. I'll say it for the same reason. They're full of stuff. <laughs> How do billboards talk? They use sign language. How do 37 mathematicians board a bus that only has 36 seats? They carry the one. <laughs> mathematicians uh, do a math. I am super friendly with 25 letters of the alphabet. I just don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new movie coming out about mobile homes. I just saw the trailer. <laughs> the trailer to the movie. <laughs> okay, that was a bad one, Anton. <laughs> uh, Unless Terry can pull it out for us. Chickens and eggs all across the land are totally afraid of TGIF. Friday, Friday. Oh, okay. Chickens and eggs, Friday. <laughs> all right. Well, there we go, and which means it's uh, that time of the episode where we like to end it all, uh, not suicide, <laughs> <laughs> to end the show. There we go. A more happier note there. Now pack up and get out of here. Now scram, dear. Get out of here. I got lots of work to do. <laughs> all righty. Goodbye. Uh, and uh, as we like to sign off, this is your host, Keith, saying signing off. Thanks for listening. Uh, Tell a friend about our shows. That's how we grow our audience. But when you're out and about on interwebs, visit thatsoundtrain.com. You can listen to any of the shows on the webpage. Leave a comment. Send us an email. Tell us your own funny family life stories. Uh, ask us a question about blindness or probably about anything. It would probably add it into the show for you. But with all of that, that's all we got. So once again, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Good coffee. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mine got cold, my coffee. <laughs> uh, well, Terry just enjoying himself too much. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. T-S-F at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.